0: hello ladies welcome back we are coming at you today with another minisode and before we start out this episode, I I just, I feel like we need like a little bit of a catch up from the week. So Elise, how was your week?
1: It was fun, but busy. We were traveling, we were in Florida, and I swear the universe did not want me back in Chicago because getting back here was a hot mess. Both of our flights were delayed. Then our uber which was scheduled to pick us up at like midnight got in a car accident as soon as they pulled up to the airport like right in front of us oh my gosh i was like can this end
0: (laughs) that's the worst you're like i just i mean you sometimes don't want to leave vacation but then also the process of getting home you're just like i just want to be home in my pajamas in my bed and i want like peace and quiet
1: (laughs) oh for sure but now we're like can we just go back
0: we're it's so cold here it is so warm in phoenix the high today is 81. okay on my way you can come visit anytime although if you can believe
1: this in like a week and a half we will be visiting denver together i know i'm so excited i already have my plane ticket and everything and it's actually warmer there than it is in chicago too so we'll 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 be fine okay so i should bring my bathing suit right can't wait (laughs) For sure. What's up Um, with you? How's everything going? Everything's
0: good. We had the last uh, Arizona State football game of the season, at least like regular season, yesterday. Um, So we took my stepson and my husband and I have season tickets, but we got my stepson an extra ticket. So he came and tailgated with us and hung out for a little bit. And yeah, it was it was fun. Um, And then let's see, my husband was in Vegas last weekend and while he was in Vegas, he was in Vegas Thursday through Sunday. And my stepson was with us that week. So I was like single bonus momming that whole weekend, which was interesting because he had a cold and he was having like six bloody noses a day. So in between blowing his nose for a cold and then getting a bloody nose and like gushing blood all over the house. My house looked like a crime scene and I was like constantly trying to think of creative ways to get the nosebleeds to stop. So I was like full mom mode and he was very grateful. He was very appreciative of all the efforts that I was doling out. Um, And thankfully those stopped, but then on Sunday, he was starting to feel a little bit better. And we tested him for COVID and he was negative. We did like one of the little at home nose swab things, which by the way, are stupid easy for anybody that doesn't really feel like going through the hoopla of getting tested, but for some reason needs to. I know if you're traveling, they don't recognize those or allow those if it's required where you're going, but it was a nice like peace of mind thing. Like, all right, if you're going to invite people over to our house, I need to just know. And so we tested him, he was negative. And then his, he asked if his girlfriend could come over on Sunday. And my husband wasn't getting home until late Sunday night. So I was like, ooh, I think so. And I texted my husband and I said, hey, just FYI, his girlfriend wants to come over and hang out. And my husband immediately was like, okay, that's fine. You know, obviously the rules are they're not allowed in his bedroom and they're not allowed to close the door if they're anywhere near his bedroom. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, obviously when he asked me, I was like, yeah, sure, that's fine but like let me talk to your dad about the details knowing that like of course i'll be here and can like keep an eye on whatever but we didn't really discuss anything beyond that my stepson and i so when i called my husband and he was like here are all the rules i was like can can you just can you call him and can you tell him that please like i don't i don't want to be the one to have that conversation
1: <laughs> yeah you're like this needs to come from you because if anything gets misconstrued I, it could easily come back on you that, like, well, Bailey didn't tell me that.
0: Right. I know. And of course, my stepson tells my husband on the phone, well, you know, we wanted to play on my computer and we were going to play computer games together, which conveniently his computer is in his bedroom. And,. In my head, when my husband told me that, I was like, yeah, sure, they're going to play on the computer. So, that got them, like, one step. So, they were, like, allowed in the bedroom. For the record, he's 17, for those that, that don't know that already. Uh, so, surely, I mean, almost an adult, whatever. But, um, so, they were allowed in his bedroom. The door just couldn't be closed. And I didn't realize when I had... a committed to having her at my house all day long, that that also meant that I was housebound all day long. And normally Sundays are my like get shit done day. So I had until like 11am on Sunday to get all of my errands done to get all of the things that I needed to get done to leave like leaving the house. And then I had a bunch of stuff to do while I was at home and she came over. And of course, they immediately went straight up to his bedroom. She did not say hi to me because she's two years younger than oh, him. And like, fail. I just I can't I'm not even gonna go into that on the off chance that actually I know he doesn't listen to my podcast so it is whatever Um, but she didn't even say hi and so I kind of like made it a little bit awkward and like walked by his room and was like hey hello hi Um, and then I had a bunch of stuff to do that day so I was like upstairs downstairs and his room is upstairs and our living room and everything else is downstairs so I was up and down all throughout and like eventually the lights got turned off and I was like I don't know I just felt so oh, awkward I was like what do I do what do I do this is so <laughs> awkward and of course They just like probably laid on his bed doing God knows what for, let's see, she came over at 11 and she left at four. So five hours. And I was like, I I, do I say anything? Do I I was even texting my stepdaughter? I was like, this is so awkward. (laughs) Like, I, you know, when it gets quiet, you're like, are they sleeping? Probably not. But I was very grateful that my husband was willing to like call him from Vegas and be like, you cannot shut the door like our house is not a sex pad like that is not what we are here for but those are like so awkward things that you just don't think about when your kids are teenagers and for the most part he would always go over to her house she would never come over here so that was the first time that she had come over and honestly i think it will probably be the last time
1: (laughs) well let's be honest they probably were being super wholesome and they had to dim the light so they could see the computer screen better. Right, yes, that's yes, exactly it. That's Nailed exactly it. what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Anyways. these things, it's fine.
0: Right, I I know many of things from, from my teenage days and we won't go there. <laughs> well,
1: that's a tough situation to be in, but I'm glad that you pushed it off on your husband to lay the ground rules. And if he didn't follow that, then that's on him. You know what I mean? So, totally. A for effort.
0: Yeah, good times. All right. Well, we are not here to talk about my mini episode, (laughs) but we do have one episode to talk about. So this was submitted via email and she's, she calls, she titled the email mini, mini mini-sode horror story. So, um, I'll, I'll read the email and then we can kind of discuss and see how it goes. So, she says she believes she's chatted with bailey a little bit on instagram and it's been so helpful glad to hear she says i'm gonna try to keep it short but there's so much that happened i don't even know where to start but here we go i met my significant other currently boyfriend while working together a little over eight years ago seven years ago i met his three girls and six years ago we started dating Three years ago, he started sharing all of these crazy messages he gets from his ex in the middle of the night, every night. Each message is full of accusations and blame for everything that's gone wrong in her life, nothing but hate mail. Up until two years ago, there was no court order and no schedule, and he rarely got to see his kids. Since the court order has been going, we've had them every other weekend. I've built a relationship with each of them, and the high-conflict bio mom absolutely hates me and hates my significant other. She doesn't want me in their life, and she's asked my significant other to throw in the towel and give up having a relationship with them. Every time we have the girls, we try to do everything they want to do. We cook what they want. We give every minute to them. Every time we drop them off, the high-conflict bio mom has something to say about it. The situation is full of nothing but hostility. One day, she reached out to me to tell me that I am not the girl's mom and I'm never going to have rights. Not trying to be their mom, however. I tried extending an olive branch and she shut it down. She doesn't want to be friends or try to limit the conflict for the girls. After all the messages that I've seen and the research that I've done, I'm convinced she's a narcissist. I've also had the girls tell me that she constantly lectures them about how horrible we are and that they shouldn't trust us. She's told them that we have multiple personality disorders, glad to know she's a doctor now, and that we send her hate mail all the time, even though we try not to talk to her. I know there's some parental alienation going on and it's so sad to watch. Back in July, we decided to take her back to court because we think she's causing severe damage. All the girls have been diagnosed with depression, and two out of the three of them are on medication for it. She told us she's going to try to get them to testify against us. When they come over, they don't open up anymore, and half the time, the youngest is making mean comments towards me. I'm not sure how to handle this anymore, and it makes me want to escape my own home every other weekend. We try to set up boundaries, and she finds a way finds ways around them, and then accuses us of everything that she is guilty of. We've tried talking to her about the conflict, but she just freaks out and sends 20 messages attacking us. It's not worth the fight. The worst part about all of this is she is a counselor. Shouldn't she know better? Oh, buddy. I actually, as I was reading this, I was like, okay, I actually remember talking with her on Instagram and going back and forth. So before I dive in, what are your thoughts?
1: My initial thought is that's insane and super sad for the kids, right? Because ultimately they are the ones that are going to be hurt by what she's doing. And you can try to combat it by talking to her, but if she's not self-aware enough to understand or even have like a, let's come to the middle, maybe there's things that they're doing that are making her angry, to try to come to some sort of resolution just to make things better for the girls, then you just kind of have to grit your teeth and bear it and do what you can while they're with you to spend time with them and let them know that you love them and eventually hope that they feel that and and realize what the true situation yeah, is. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. And I remember when her and I were talking on Instagram too. So she was saying, if this was early on in this little bit of a lengthy message, so let me reread this. She says, three years ago, my boyfriend started sharing all these crazy messages he gets from his ex in the middle of the night, every night. When I read that, I was like, okay, you he has to block her. Like you you can't allow someone to send you like nasty accusatory text messages all night, every night. So I was like, if you're going to go back to court, you should get, make sure that you get like the family wizard app court mandated so that communication can only happen in the app so that she knows, I mean, she should know anyways, like any text messages can be subpoenaed. So anything you say in writing can and will be used against you. And that, that doesn't, exclude text messages. However, I think there is a little bit of a dynamic shift when people are forced to use an app that they know is being looked at by people like a parenting coordinator or that a judge could very easily draw on for a case against them. So what are your thoughts about in super high conflict situations like that exclusively going through a parenting app for communication?
1: I think you almost have to. So I know there's another one called Talking Parents, which I've seen some other stepmoms talk about. And I actually have a friend of mine who is going through a divorce right now and her soon to be ex has sent some pretty nasty messages that were shut down pretty quickly once she asked that our family wizard be incorporated and and no more texting, et cetera. So I do think it, it helps in certain situations. So that definitely is a great idea. But yeah, either way, Surely she's smart enough to know that all of that stuff is time stamped and what, like, why? Why are you just even stooping to that level that you're sending hateful messages? Especially in the if of night? she's
0: a counselor, like the. I mean, I know that like, just because you're a doctor doesn't mean that you can fix your own broken leg. Like, just just as as an example, and so sometimes just because you're a counselor doesn't mean that you necessarily have the ability to apply your learnings and your logic to your own life and your own situation but part of me also thinks if you are a counselor hopefully she's not like a family counselor or i don't even know but wouldn't you be able to just objectively look at your own actions or are you just completely blind to that i just i'm confused
1: you would think so and another thing that i'm thinking about now is so they started they met eight years ago She met the kids seven years ago. They started dating six years ago. He just told her three years ago about the text. Why did he wait so long?
0: That's a good question. It makes me wonder, like, did they, were they not happening the whole time? Are they still happening? Or did they start happening around when they started openly dating? Because obviously we all know at this point that sometimes that can dramatically change the dynamic. Definitely. And then...
1: I know, right? So
0: (laughs) if you are listening, uh, feel free to shoot us answers to all of these questions uh, on Instagram or reply to my email that I just shot you. The other part here that I know you briefly mentioned is, you know, when they have the girls, which is every other weekend, they try to minimize conflict. But then the girls are not opening up as much as they used to. And then even the youngest is making mean comments towards the stepmom. And my feedback there when she had originally messaged us was... You cannot, like, you are the one that sets the tone for how you are to be treated in your own house. Disrespect of any adult should never be tolerated. So if you have a child, your biological child, a child that you're babysitting on behalf of a friend, your stepkid, whomever, that is saying mean or inappropriate things to you, Shut that shit down. Like that just can't be allowed. Like, I would never allow any kid to disrespect me in my own house or any house for that matter. Like, that's just not, it's not the way that you talk to people. And I am really hoping that her boyfriend has her back here and can help set that boundary and discipline where appropriate. Because If there are nasty things being said that are not appropriate, there's probably some discipline that's necessary there in order to set the boundary that like this is not okay and this will not be tolerated.
1: I agree. I think that her mentioning that it it just started happening now that they're in court would lead me to believe that once they're finalized with the court stuff and hopefully that's behind them, the kids will revert back to how they were eventually. Um, It might take them a little bit of time to adjust, but and you've also got to gauge, like, what are the things that they're saying? And is it because they truly feel that way or are, you know, are they saying mean things to be hurtful or they're saying mean things because they're hurting? So I would recommend to gauge what the comments are. Does it warrant sitting down and having a conversation? I think always. Um, there's definitely a teaching moment there. And, and like you said, you cannot let kids disrespect you. But great teaching moment, right? Because I'm sure there's other things happening behind the scenes that are causing them to say and react the way that they are, which, you know, it's hard for kids. It's hard for them to understand adult situations. It is. I feel
0: like people forget about that a lot. I mean, a kid in a divorce situation is already inherently more stressed out and has more going on in their still developing brains than a normal kid in a nuclear family setting. I mean, obviously there's exceptions to all of that, but I'm just generalizing. Um and then add court and a high conflict situation to that and feelings about not wanting to let a parent down and them feeling like maybe they're caught in between their mom and you guys, like there's just there's so many complicated feelings and complicated scenarios wrapped up in that. So I I totally agree with what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and even I think I've said this before Even as an adult in this situation, where it's out of my control sometimes, and I feel like insane because I can't control the situation, I can only imagine how some of these kids feel.
0: Very stressed out, if I had to guess. So that was a complicated situation, but um, to our submitter, thank you for being brave enough to type all of that out. Uh, We recognize that sometimes just the typing it out can be both triggering and cathartic so we appreciate you doing that and if you have a mini soad or a horror story or a situation that you really just want our take on please send us an email stepmonsterpodcast at gmail.com or you can shoot us a dm on instagram we can't wait to hear from you thanks ladies bye